0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are beginning our study in the book of Jonah. Jonah is like us. God gives us an assignment. We accept it. And then we try to run away from it. (laughs) But let's listen to God's Word. And I'm reading Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 and 2 from the God's Word translation. It reads, The Lord spoke his word to Jonah, son of Amittai. He said, Leave at once for the important city Nineveh. Announce to the people that I can no longer overlook The wicked things they have done. Again, that's Jonah verses 1 and 2 in the God's Word translation, which titles it, Jonah Tries to Run Away from the Lord. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Jonah, chapter 1, verses 1 and 2 from the God's Word translation. There is a lot of information just in the first two verses. And then when I got to verse 3, it was like, oh my God, there's so much important information and background that we need to understand. So I need to stop babbling and go ahead and get started. The book opens with the honor God puts up on Jonah in giving him a commission to go and prophesy against Nineveh. God spoke to Jonah in his own unique, powerful way, and he told him to do two things. First, go to Nineveh. Second, to preach, to cry out against them. That is to rebuke them for their sin and call them to repentance. Jonah signifies a dove. And Matthew Henry says a proper name for all God's prophets. Because all of his people ought to be harmless as doves and to mourn as doves for sin and calamity in the land. And we do. If we think about uh, the things that God has placed upon our heart, it does make us mourn as we look at the sins and the calamities of our land. And especially of our times. So much is going on. That breaks our hearts and you know if it breaks our hearts it breaks god's heart and then matthew henry goes on to say his father's name was amatei my truth and we think of god as our truth for god's prophets should be sons of truths sons of truth sons and daughters because we know there are prophets and prophetess and the Old Testament has lots of them, and I think the New Testament does too. Again, I'm not a Bible scholar, so don't charge it to me as you said. Well, I said, I think. To, uh, to him, the word of the Lord came, and it, um, it was a real thing. Men's words are but wind, but God's words are substance. So he didn't imagine it. God's word spoke to him. And I've spoken to uh, people who hear God's voice. And God speaks plainly to them. I, I kind of wish I had that kind of um, relationship with God. But, you know, mine is like just listening and following uh, intuition. I can't say I've heard audible voices. But I've spoken to people who have. Anyway, back to the commentary. Jonah, of course, has been acquainted with the word of God because he is a prophet and it says he's mentioned in other places. So we know he's a prophet and he knew God's voice. So he knew it, his voice, and he knows the voice of a stranger. So he knew that the word was from God and the orders now given him were to arise and go to that great city, Nineveh. Nineveh at the time was a metropolis of the Assyrian monarchy, an eminent city. And it was supposedly the biggest city ever, according to one of the uh, uh, commentaries. And it had a great number of inhabitants. And it also was great in wealth, great in power and dominion. It was a city that uh, for some time ruled over the kings of the earth. But great cities as well as great men are under God's government and judgment. He sees all. Nineveh was a great city and yet a heathen city without the knowledge and worship of the true God. And how many great cities and nations are there that sit in darkness in the valley of the shadow of death? I mean, God is there. His word is there. And people choose to do what they want to do. They don't want to hear. They're stiff-necked. This great city was a wicked city. Their wickedness had come before God. Their malice. Their wickedness was presumptuous. And they sinned with uh, no regard. It is uh, sad to think... What a great deal of sin is committed in great cities, where there are many sinners and also lots of preachers and prophets and teachers, and no one wants to hear it. Who uh, the sinners are not only sinning, but they're making others sin. Their wickedness has come up, uh, and, it come at, and it's such a high degree that God has gotten full to the brim with it, and He's ready to, you know, handle it. And uh, God is sending Jonah to cry out against them. When, a cry, when the cry of sin comes from up to God, the cry of vengeance comes out against the sinner. But he warned them. He sent Jonah to warn them. God sends his word to warn us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we uh, begin another book in your holy writ. The book of Jonah, the story of someone who has been given an assignment and he chose to go the other way. And God, how many times we've done that. Father, thank you that you are a loving God, that you do give us a chance to get it right. You send that warning. You send that word, that uh, conviction that uh, you have done, you have sinned. You need to turn back from your sin. We thank you, God, that you give us a chance to make the right choice. And we pray for for those who need you in a special way. We pray for those who don't have Christ as their Savior. And we offer Christ to them right now. All they have to do is accept Him in their heart as their Lord and Savior. And believe that you rose Him from the dead. And that He lives at the right hand of the Father to make an accession along with the Holy Spirit. And Father, we thank you for angel protection as so much is going on all over the world, not just in the Ukraine. We're praying for your continued protection, especially of those who are trying to make a stand and take a stand. They're standing their ground. We, uh, we pray that you cover them with your um, mighty armor of protection. Protect them, Father protect their homes, protect their hearts, protect their lives in the name of Jesus. And for those who've lost everything, God, you're a comforter for all who mourn. God, those who need you in other special ways, not just because of conflicts, but because not just in all kinds of conflicts, marriage, marriage conflicts, financial conflicts, conflicts with family. God, so many needs, and you're God who can handle it all, and we thank you. Amen.